The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. From the Dave Campbell's yeah, Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there i'm just i'm really surprised he came in today okay celebrating his 39th birthday today. all right happy birthday to michael owen okay hmm. see okay. that is a complicated player for me we don't need to talk about that <laughs> but but over net positive mm. Ooh. it's not aging well Let's just let's just put it that way. It's not aging well. The, the I think the 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 uh, the loyalists have turned on him. Oh he's, no. he's officially a turncoat. Oh no. Uh, shout out to uh, Rob Hadaway who claims he's watching this from George's in Waco right now. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Have a chicken fried steak. For oh, me, and what was uh, what are those what are those stupid fried things? Um, God bless. Someone's gonna yell. What are the what are the famous fried things they have in, at jo- George's? Leave in the comments, and and then yell at me. <laughs> Um, and sitting to my right, the Macaulay Culkin to my Joe Pesci, our West African prince, it's Ishmael Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes are just for us. They're ju- this, is, <laughs> this is the show for two, guys. It's the show for two, which is why we're in the same. By the way, if you, uh, we did get, I should say, sorry, we got new swag. Mm-hmm. And we have people all the time asking us for Dave Campbell stuff. No. <laughs> like no, no. We are we're working on it. We've got an idea, but we've got it. The thing is, I will tell you the way that our boss is wired, mm-hmm. Adam. Um, he doesn't want to keep inventory, and so yeah. well, we're working on something. Maybe we'll do like an insider type thing. Yeah. Uh, but these are our new hoodies, and they are really, really good. And the hood is like really good. I like the hood. I'm a ho- I'm a zip up hoodie guy. That's what I am. This is pretty nice. I'm zip up hoodie guy. Should I just do it with the hood up? Are we just doing the whole show? With oh, we'll do the show with the hood up. Today is Friday, December 14th, 2018. 348 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 681, 681. Julio Bourbon's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Uh, that was a guy who was supposed to be the center field savior. On today's show, guys, it is Mailbag Friday. The final Mailbag Friday of 2000. <laughs> what? Nothing. You guys are dorks. Um, oh, did you just notice we're doing the hoods? I yes. Okay. <laughs> you should listen to the show. Um, it's pretty good. We <laughs> well, let's not go too crazy. Um, Mailbag I'm Friday, the final Mailbag Friday of 2018. We will um, we'll answer all your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, food, travel, all that fun stuff. Uh, ask questions in the comments on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. If you are watching at TexasFootball.com, thank you. Don't close that tab. Instead, open up a new tab and go to Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's and ask your question in the comments. Or do it on Twitter. Um, or do it on Twitter. Twitter Hashtag TF today yeah. if you have Mailbag Friday questions. Or at DCTF. Either way. Okay, Max. No, I'm just, I, want him, I want him to have as many options as possible. That's this all. Guy, can you go in? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I even plug the hashtag. Doesn't, doesn't even have his 
hood up. It's weird. I don't have don't a hood. Have so the jacket on. Doesn't even have a jacket on. It's it's weird. I got mine before you guys, so it's not cool anymore. So ask plan. your questions down below um, on on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, we will answer as many questions. We do have a hard out. We can go until maybe about one. Maybe about one. Sure. Uh, I know we've got we've got somebody coming in at one thirty, so yeah. uh, one o'clock we probably have to call it quits. But um, we will <coughs> answer as many questions as we can for mailbag Friday. Let me do a little bit of business here. <coughs> the return of the piece of paper. Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Whataburger have teamed up to give fans the opportunity to honor the best and brightest stars in Texas high school football with the 2018 Whataburger Super Team. We need your help to select the 2018 Whataburger Super Team. The final ballot is online, and voting will continue at TexasFootball.com through Monday, December 31st. Head to TexasFootball.com slash WhatASuperTeam to cast your vote today. That's TexasFootball.com slash WhatASuperTeam. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Max, um, you can vote once a day? Uh, I don't know how many times you can vote, so try it as many times as you want. Just keep trying. Anyway, that's uh, TexasFootball.com slash WhatASuperTeam to vote for the Whataburger Super Team. Let's also talk about our friends at Texan Live. Heck yes, let's do so, it. So Texan Live is a streaming service that you can stream uh, Texas high school football games. Now, I believe they also do basketball, and I believe they mm -hmm. also do like baseball and stuff like that. But uh, for our purposes, uh, you, could time. you could stream high school football state semifinals tonight. Mm -hmm. And there are five huge ones tonight. Newton and East Bernard, um, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Newton's a big favorite, but never know. Keep it on this one, or if you just want to get a sneak peek of, of, of Newton. But I'll tell you that, that you know East Bernard, if they can force a couple turnovers, maybe they can they, maybe they, they can stun them, but Newton is the favorite. Fort Marshall and Cal Allen's a fun matchup, mm -hmm. a clash of styles there. Uh, the wing tee going up against a wide-open spread offense of Marshall. That's going to be a lot of fun at Ferris Stadium. That's at 7.30. The game I'm most looking forward to is Carthage and Liberty Hill, 7.30 p.m. Cypher FCU Stadium. You can watch it live at TexanLive.com. Cuero and Silsby's super fast. Katie and Legacy, Katie's Legacy Stadium is where that's going down but you can watch it at TexanLive.com. And finally, at the Puffield in Puflugerville, 7 p.m. tonight, you can watch Grandview and Yoakum on TexanLive.com. And that's only for Friday. Because Saturday, do we have a slate for you as well? Oh, a lot of great... We've got three great games, and they're actually really well staggered. You can just spend the whole day with TexanLive.com. It starts 2 o'clock. You get North Shore and Lake Travis. I don't... If you are watching this show, and I need to sell you on watching North Shore and Lake Travis, you are lost. You have found the wrong internet show. That game's going out at 2 o'clock. Then 4 o'clock at Katie's Legacy Stadium, Austin Westlake and our guest yesterday, Eric Peavy in the Beaumont Westbrook Bruins. And that's going to be a lot of fun. 4 o'clock, spot in the 6A Division II state semifinal awaits, or state title game awaits. And finally, wrap it all up, 6 o'clock from NRG Stadium, San Antonio Wagner and Alvin Shadow Creek. One of those teams will play for a state championship. That is a promise. Uh, believe it or not, either San Antonio Wagner or Alvin Shadow Creek will play for a state championship. That is a lot of fun going down 6 o'clock. All those games streaming at TexanLive.com. Check out TexanLive.com. We are all subscribers. That's what we're going to be. If you, if you want to know, like people ask us sometimes, hey, what do you guys do like during football season, like on, on busy nights like tonight? Uh, we sit at home and we watch Texan Live. Sorry, and what do you think we're going to be doing tomorrow? We're going to be out in the bunker over there. We're mm -hmm. going to have it on we're have Texan Live. Yep. We're watching the games, and we're going to be working on the state preview, which goes up, by the way, uh, early Monday morning. So, TexanLive.com. Go there. Become a subscriber. It's certainly worth it. So, it's Mailbag Friday. We're answering all your questions on Facebook down below in the comments, or you can tweet us at DCTF. Um, I, um, let's start with what happened last night. There were yeah. two games last night. We have one 11-man state championship game set. 
Let's start with the early game. Mm-hmm. The early game, Mart and Falls City. Um, this game, Mart jumped out to a 14 nothing lead in the first quarter, and I almost turned it off. I was like, well, right. this game's not going anywhere. But credit to Falls City, man. They had buckets of guts in this game, and they found something that worked. And there was a great piece. Go read Mike Foreman's piece in the Victoria Advocate. Um, about uh, that he talked with Britt Hart after the game, the coach at Fall City. Mm-hmm. And they came in with a good game plan, which was like, look, we believe we're bigger and more physical up front, and we are going to grind out this clock and shorten this game and limit the number of possessions and, and kind of take the air out of this uh, out of the tires of this Mart attack. And it almost worked. They came back, and for about three quarters, that game was super competitive. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, we were, I'll be honest, we were in the Slack chat, and they went up 14 nothing. and I, I just I just wrote, like, all that right, was it. Yeah. GG Fall City. Right. Like, good job. Fine. That was a nice, nice season. Yeah. But they came storming back. Uh, they gave Mart a run, but in the end, Mart just a little bit too much. That defense really came up with big plays at the key moments. Um, and uh, and then the offense Credit was. to Roger Freeman, too. Stepping yeah, into that quarterback role, and he man, they have another rushing threat. It's amazing. Like they have two, they have probably the two best running backs in two A, and now they just add a quarterback who can do it as and well. And they have like a Tim Tebow type guy, like right. a big bruising yeah, run air. He's not gonna throw. They're gonna run yeah. three dudes at you, and you're not gonna. They stop had it. zero passing yards last night. Yeah, and now part of that, part of that is that it was very windy. Sure, um, but uh, I will say that it was a, it was a, it, you know, Mart has a ton of weapons. And yeah, Freeman ran twenty times. Yes, <laughs> like they're they're gonna they're gonna run that run that zone read, and I'll tell you that he is a load because he's basically a defensive end playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Mart is through to defend their crown at at stage at the state championship next week, and they will face the Groover Greyhounds mm-hmm. popping the cork on their state championship uh, aspirations. They are through to the title game for the first time in school history. Congratulations to Coach Terry Felderhoff and company, and they got down uh, ten points in this game. Early, early in the game, and they looked, um, they looked listless. They looked, Max. I know you watched a fair amount of this game, but they looked, ab- like they yeah. looked listless. They looked like, oh man, boy, is is What's the happening? is the moment too big for them? Yeah. But yeah. give them a lot of credit, man. They turned it on when it counted. Yeah, they were down ten nothing, and the next time I looked up, they were winning. And I was like, hey, yeah. they figured it out. Okay. Keegan Kelp, their quarterback, has been really good. Uh, this this Conyers kid. What's his name? Um. The hurtling wonder. Yes. Uh, so he's the uh, yeah. So Conyers, what's his first name? I need to get. I need to know this. Where Jalen? Jalen Conyers. Jalen Conyers is actually the the state basketball MVP mm-hmm. too. Like state title, I think state title game MVP. Um, he he came up with huge plays. Uh, and Groover is through to the state championship game, and they are fired up in the panhandle, yes, and for are. good reason. Yeah. I tweeted this last night. Groover is closer to Denver than it is to Arlington. Yeah. Um, Going to be a lot of fun to have the Greyhounds in the house. And so we have our Wednesday slate set. Yep. Uh, it is set. 11 o'clock on Wednesday. It's a 1A Division II state championship game uh, between – that is – oh, Strawn uh, taking on Follett, uh, another panhandle team. Mm-hmm. We've got three panhandle teams on Wednesday. 2 o'clock, uh, the 1A Division One state championship game. Uh, McLean will take on Milford. And if you haven't seen Milford, they got the Tehran Smith show, and that's going to be a lot of fun. If you, want, if you like individual six-man playmakers, he is one of the best. And then uh, they're going to scrub the lines off the field. <laughs> and then they're going to go, and they're going to run uh, an 11-man game. At 7 o'clock, it will be the Mart Panthers taking on the Groover Greyhounds for the 2A Division Two state championship game. Fired up about that. Going to be a lot of fun. Big game Wednesday coming up at AT&T Stadium of uh, the first day of the state championship games. We, of course, will have our complete preview up at TexasFootball.com on Monday morning. We're working over the weekend. That's how much we love you. We're, like, I'm abandoning my wife and child to do some work <laughs> for you guys. So, there you go. 
And Max is going to probably order pizza or something. There were probably pizza ordered. All yes. right, that's great. And now, yep, it's Mailbag Friday. Yeah, you ready to rock? Uh, do we have any? Does anybody have any questions about football? Uh, I want to go. Yes, there's a few. I want to go back to a question yesterday, even though Matt Step tried to answer it in the comments when I just said we were going to save it for Friday. Boo! Way to, way to go, Matt Step. You think you're so smart? Boo, Matt Step. Uh, I believe it was Rob Gross who asked. It, uh, why the reason behind so many five loss teams making it this far this year, hmm. uh, and whether realignment played a factor, particularly in five A? I think certainly. Um, yeah. I think that you've certainly seen a little bit of of a realign like realignment is a factor in in why we have these teams, um, getting this far. Um, I think also that is a credit to um, I think it is becoming a lot more en vogue. Is that what I want to say? Yeah. Sure. It's become a lot more en vogue to schedule really tough non-district schedules and mm-hmm. to get get tested and to yeah. find out, to stack yourself up and, because it lets you grow up quickly. And so I think that's a part of it um, because obviously these teams made the playoffs. They didn't lose too many district games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think realignment helps, and I think especially what you have is teams who knew that they were probably the best team in their district said, if we're not going to get these tests in the district, mm-hmm. let's go and get these tests in non-district. And so that's like a p- perfect example is Albany, whose season, whose unbelievable season came to an end last night uh, with the amazing nine and six record. Um, they they lost their first five, but I think they knew that basically outside of Hamlin, they weren't really going to get a push. And so they're like, we got to schedule just a murderer's row. And and Denny Faith always does that. He always schedules tough. But that's a perfect example. We got to schedule tough, uh, and and I think that's part of it. But realignment certainly plays a part of it. That um, if you feel like you're not going, if you're you're not going to get challenged in district, uh, then you may in fact uh, be willing to take losses early just to show your growth. Sure. That's the short answer. What's next, Max? <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I like to talk. It's okay. Jacob John says, regardless of classification, mm. what would be your dream matchup between the remaining teams? I love this question. Ooh, regardless of classification? Yes. Immediately, I'm like, how high would I like Newton to play? Yeah. Ooh. Newton what? versus – so it, it wouldn't happen because they're on the same side of the bracket, too. Newton versus Carthage? Or Newton, Newton versus, versus Quero? Right. Newton versus Ooh. Quero would be buckets of That'd fun. That would be fun. Um, yeah, Newton versus, like – Carthage, Newton versus like Liberty Hill, or Waco La Vega, or Waco La Vega. Oh, yeah, those uh, that, that might be mine. That might be mine. Um, I would love to see a game between like Mart and Malakoff. I think Ooh. that would be fun. Nice, like a lot of speed. Yeah, that would be fun. On like on the complete opposite side of that, I would love to see like Mason and Yoakum. Ooh, you know, nice. just like yeah. just beat the tar out of each other, <laughs> like for my amusement. Right, just go and just <laughs> beat the. Beat the you know ever living tar out of each other. Um, at the big school level, um, uh, boy, I'd really like to see Fort Ben Marshall take on a team like Highland Park. Um, yeah, that's with, a good with one. just a that's ton a like you know, uh, that w- that kind of reminds me a lot of like the matchup that we had last year with Highland Park at Manville. Yeah, um, I'd love to see something like that. Um, our man, from, uh, our man, Elvin Price says Newton Alito. I like where he, I like the dr- I like the dream here. Yes, but that f- that size up front on Alito too much. That's, that's too much. Yeah, that's Newton, too that's far. One class that's too one high class too high. One class too high. Generally uh, speaking, like I, like I mean, this is my own personal amusement and my me being a fan of the offenses. Cal Allen versus Wagner. 
Yeah, that's if you oh, bone, dude, that's flex bone versus swing tee. Yeah, yeah. Or that would be yeah. that would be a lot of fun. Just like, yeah, 10 yeah, to just seven. like real old school football. Ten That'd to be fun. seven, both teams run like Strawn versus Allen. Strawn versus Allen. <laughs> just go straight six, for it in six man yeah, football. Allen has to play. Depth doesn't. Yeah, man, <laughs> your depth can't save you now, Allen. Just platoons. There's only there's only six of them. Uh, Everyone plays a drive. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, though. I like that one. What's yeah. next, Max? I'm I like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, this is a great question from Tony Blaylock, uh, former host of Texas Football Yes, Today. that's Texas Football Today's own. Yes. What's the best potential styles make fights state finals game? Styles make fights. This is, a, this is a Tepper staple, so it's a great question. Love styles make fights. Hmm. That's a very good question. I'm trying to think. Um, like maybe, clashing styles, maybe, yes. okay. yeah, like clashing styles, or if you if like, or if, if you're like up for like a, just a shootout or whatever, or if you're up yeah. for just a slugfest, right? Uh, Waco, La Vega, and Liberty Hill. Yeah, would that, be I, a mean, slug I think that's cool. the I think that's the money one. That's yeah, one of them. because remember that was what famously six nothing in like two overtimes yes. a few years ago yeah. when La Vega went on to win the title game. Yes, yeah, uh, La Vega and Liberty Hill would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Trying to dip down to the small school ranks. That's trickier, because because big changes mean things get lopsided sometimes in the yeah. smaller school ranks. I like Gunner and Newton's just a fascinating. Like we got right. it last year, but yeah. we just right. kind of saw what it was last year. Right. Um, for a Division two, I mean Quero Pleasant Grove's interesting. Yeah. Because it's like that's a good point. Quero's got a ton of speed. Yeah. Their size is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pleasant Grove is not the fastest team out there, but they're big and they're just super efficient. That could be a lot. Like, it's pure athleticism. Um, I would also say... Um, Wagner Highland Park, I would be inter- interested Wagner in. Wagner Highland Park. And because I would also say, it, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, Wagner Highland Park's really interesting, too. Or even, like, Wagner... Ryan's a little bit more physical, but... A little bit more physical. Yeah, but you, I think you're right. Wagner Highland Park. Yeah, because that's philosophically different, trying to see... I think it would kind of play out like Cal Island Alito, Alito did a couple years ago, well, where it's like at Highland Park's just trying to put up points and Wagner's like we gotta make sure they have the ball three and a, times <laughs> and a matchup that not necessarily like clashing styles yeah. but like a game we really might get yeah. uh, five division two Alito and Fort Bend Marshall I think would be Ooh, yeah. buckets of fun sure just because Alito's a lot more big and physical than you think especially up front offensively mm-hmm. but I think that their defense hasn't been tested the kind of way that Fort Bend Marshall would test them so yeah. that and that's a game we really might get so yeah all the I hate to say it, but it feels like we're ignoring six AD one. But all those teams are kind of just different variations of the same. Yeah, they're all just like they're all and they're we all on the spread. We already saw. I mean, we already saw kind of the most like Allen, like Travis. Yeah, right. Like Allen's gonna you know sit on you for three, four yes. quarters, and like Travis is like, all right, let's run. You yeah. know, let's, let's get out there yeah. and spread it out. Yeah. We kind of saw that last year. That's I think you're right. That's where I'm it'll up. be fun to see again. But or um, Tescosa and Westlake. I'm into that. Yes, yeah. I'm. I'm real into that. Especially since Westlake has like all their star players are hurt. Yeah, right. Yeah, the they, they, the want, they, <laughs> they yeah. want. They want that. I'm super game. into. I'm super into Tesco's and Westlake. Yeah. What's next, Max? Uh, Jesse Mata asking about two games at once, which is just a bad question, but I'll do it anyway. Ooh. San Saba versus New Deal, Canadian versus Gunter. Who wins? You know what? You should not. You should not analyze it. Just give your answer and move on. That's a bad question. Um, New Deal. And what was the other one? Uh, the Canadian Gunner game. Uh, New Deal and Gunner. Yeah, New Deal. Those are my okay. picks. Uh, There's a predictions video at Texas Football or on YouTube yeah, if you want, if you want to uh, get go. a full breakdown. Yeah. And TexasFootball.com uh, has Matt Seth's breakdown too. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, Miziel asks, what are the remaining shows of the year? <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. There will be a Monday show. So this is this is the penultimate show of the year. Yeah. Uh, we will have Texas Football Today on Monday, yeah. a, live, a live show. We're probably going to kind of just – we're going to announce the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. We're going to announce the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to kind of – we'll probably kick around – it's probably going to be a little bit more free-flowing – we're going to kick around, like, probably spend 20 minutes talking about what happened over the weekend, mm-hmm. and then we're probably going to spend 20 minutes talking about, like, what we're most excited about at State. Um, that's probably what we'll do if I'm booking this show live. <laughs> and then uh, we're done as far as the video is concerned. But um, Tep and Step. we will have uh, special editions of Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast that we're going to make free. For you, the, the TFT Stepp- crowd, Let's the go. TFT, the 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 unwashed masses, we're gonna give them to give it to you for free. Um, where we're gonna give you a, kind of a preview of each day. So, like for example, Tuesday night we will release the Wednesday preview podcast, and it'll be just be in the podcast feed. It's not gonna be uh, anywhere else. Um, but we will have that. It, it will be, we'll probably put it. Um, maybe we'll do. I'll I'll make like. I'll make articles on the site so you can listen to it if you don't listen to the podcast. Um, like subscribe on like iTunes, but um, we'll do that. So like Tuesday night we'll put up the Wednesday preview. Wednesday night we'll put up the Thursday preview, and so on and so forth. So that and then we're off until December like second or J- January second uh, is the next time we'll be in. So yeah. Um, Max has told me it was weird. He threw me, he grabbed me by the collar and he threw me up against the wall again. He goes, listen. I am going on a two-week Christmas bender, and you cannot stop me. And I'm like, okay, man, cool, cool, hey, hey, hey. cool. Man, like you saw it. Take it out, man. He's strong. He's got that personal trainer and stuff. Take it easy, like, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's next, Max? Uh, let me see here. Uh, Tommy Hayes, one of our great photographers who I finally got to meet, which was awesome. Uh, he wants to know, you know, I, I think that uh, he said, uh, I think the uh, guys who submit photos will look good in the hoodies. I agree. I actually think I need to talk to the boss Ooh. man about this. That, that is not, a good thing because we do like not be we got. I've had photographers ask me like, "Hey, can I get a Dave Campbell's polo yeah. and stuff?" And the bottom line is, we like we literally do not have them. But mm-hmm. we should just. But our boss again, he's he's afraid of having inventory. But I do wonder. I'm gonna. I'm Tommy. I'm gonna. Start and I would on. rather bring it up. And the thing is, well, the thing is, do we give do we get, do we get them like a a polo or do we give them like a hoodie? Hoodie. Get give them something to work in. You know. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. What's next, Max? Uh, Michael Damon says, who do you think has the most realistic chance to pull an upset tonight or tomorrow? We were just talking about this before the show. We were. Um, Okay, there's two. I would say there's two. And and by the way, I should point out that 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 question in and of itself, there are 18 semifinals left. We'll we'll go, by the way, the whole all all 18, not just Friday night. Um, They're all 18 semifinals. That question eliminates about 10 of the games because right. those games are already, like, I would say within a touchdown. Like, they're not, they're, they don't have a heavy favorite. But if you're looking for what we would consider to be an upset that I can find particularly reasonable, I think Cal Allen over Fort Ben Marshall is certainly in the realm of possibility. Sure. Because Phil Danaher is going to dial something up. He's done this before, he's played teams like Fort Ben Marshall before and come out on top. Uh, he can do it. They are underdogs, and I think that I think the computer has them at like ten point underdogs. But I think that they certainly could pull the upset. Right. And the other one you were talking about was which one, Max? I, th- I, it's Longview should win the game. Mm. Longview should beat Tascosa, but Tascosa is just one of those teams mm-hmm. at this point. It's a weird scheme. The running backs are real good. The quarterback knows how to direct it. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. They beat Halton by more than I thought they would. 
You know, I thought that was a coin flip game, and they made it a two score game. Mm-hmm. You know, three score I think by the end of it. Tascosa just—I have a weird feeling about it. I'm not—I'm not here for it because I'm—I'm shamelessly rooting for Longview because I want that Longview crowd. But I think Tascosa bring a big crowd too. But I just think there's—that's a—that's got danger all over it, baby. I—I I think you're right, and I think that. And now well, watch again, Longview win by forty. No, 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 for sure. <laughs> and like, if you're asking me what's more likely, what's more likely, like um, a Tascosa win or a Longview relative blowout? Mm-hmm. Waving to our fans out there. <laughs> um, a Longview relative blowout. I would say that's about a push, right? That's about kind of, uh, you know, I, I think it, those are equal. Those, those are even odds. Yeah. Um, but make no mistake, Tascos is absolutely good enough to win this game. And Longview, I know I keep banging this drum, and I'm sure Longview people are sick of me saying it. Yeah. But Longview does not have a great reputation of performing when it matters. And this is when it matters. You're 48 minutes away. In a game that you're favored by, I think the computer has them as like 18 point favorites. Yeah. But you never know, and weird things happen. And Tascosa is playing with such confidence right now. I'm yeah. Don't don't just like pencil in Longview yet, yeah. because Tascosa is certainly going to give them a run, and I guarantee you, John King knows that. And John King is saying, boys, if we don't go out there and take take care of business, these guys will beat us mm-hmm. because they're good enough to do it. Yeah. What's next, Max? Uh, Tony Venegas, our friend out at the Odessa, Odessa American, says heading to Jerry World tomorrow to watch the triple header. Which nice. game gets the biggest crowd? Uh, Alan oh, Duncanville. Come on. Alan, yeah. Duncan. Alan, Duncan. yeah. Alan Duncanville could push 40,000 people. Yeah. It's going to be a huge crowd. Yeah. Matt Stepp said on our podcast, on the Tep and Step podcast, that, um, he, um, that there are guys there from like the Longview paper and like the Amarillo paper yeah. who are saying, oh, no, we're getting there at 3.30 because we want to be there for Alan, Long- right. Alan Duncanville. Yeah. Allen Duncanville is a game that has neutral appeal. It's a game that is it's big casual. enough. Yeah. There's always and there's always yeah. one game in DFW in the playoffs every year. This is a, it's a very DFW game mm-hmm. where the two kings of DFW at that level are going to play each other for the final spot. Well, and the the, the thing is that's perfect about it is that I think by the end of that game, like when you get to the second half. I think you're going to have a fair amount of people, especially the winning team on Highland Park, Denton Ryan, mm-hmm. the, the noon kick. Yeah. I think you're going to have a fair amount of people stick around. Stick around, yeah. For, for sure. that. For sure. And Amarillo, to, Amarillo folk and, 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 um, be early and Longview folk, yeah. they're going to show up early. Yep. And so I think like if you measure it right at kickoff, it may not be the, as big as it's going to get, but I think if you measure it like middle of the third quarter yeah. – you could have a stupid crowd. It's going to yeah. be big out yeah. there for Alan Duncanville. Yeah. Brent Homan says, uh, how can you have a hard out on Mailbag Friday? Come on, Tepper. You can go a little bit longer than one. No. <laughs> oh, Tony also asked, uh, what's the best best place to get food at Texas Live? I mean, I haven't eaten there yet, oh, but the reviews um, are good. Yeah. So our friends uh, our friends at the city of Arlington um, want probably want us to tell you to go to Texas Live, although you're going to go there anyway. It's, like, it's the if, best place. If you haven't right been – if you haven't been to AT&T Stadium or that part of Arlington since they um, opened that, yeah, you'll notice it immediately. Yeah. Like you'll be like, "Oh, there it is." Yeah, uh, it's walkable. It's basically the only place that's walkable from there. They got like seven restaurants, tons of food options. I have heard, um, I've heard that the, like Troy Aikman's got a restaurant there that's supposed to be pretty good. Pu- doesn't Pudge have a pizza Pu- place? Pudge has a pizza place, sure. which is like Pudge's pizza, which <laughs> melts my brain. Yeah, but then there's like. Uh, Max is going to shoot me. Oh. oh, God. So Guy Fieri has a taco place. Oh, God. <laughs> Guy Fieri has a taco place 
called Flavortown? It's not okay. called Flavortown. It's but, um, <laughs> and I've heard it's actually really good. Okay. But there's there's a lot of options, and if you um, taking my hoodie off. For that. If you and we would certainly certainly never ever suggest you do this, but if you enjoy an adult beverage, <laughs> they do have a number of places where you could uh, acquire an adult beverage. Sure. Of course, like if you are over the age of twenty one. Yeah. And you're not driving. Like yeah. a Coke? Yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, well, off the air, I'll tell you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> they have a new Lockhart, Lockhart barbecue there, too. And that's. Uh, oh, that's ah, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the obvious choice. That's sorry. Never under, mind. That's an underrated spot uh, for Dallas, Dallas barbecue. Never mind. Sure. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all the things I mentioned are ascended. That it's is a the solid. It's a very solid choice if you need some good barbecue. And it's walking distance for the mm-hmm. stadium. So that's tough to beat. Um, yeah. I mean, look, if you're going to eat at the stadium, it's fine. Like, the food's pretty good at the stadium. Well, you know. I mean, yeah, it's a stadium. A little bit yeah. overpriced because it's a stadium, right? right? But it's uh, it's it's solid food. If you've never been to state, no. uh, you can do worse. But yeah. uh, I would recommend going over to Texas yeah. Live. That's my personal preference. Uh, Maverick Cassidy says, with Globe Life Park being converted into a football stadium, what does this do to Texas high school football and the college football scene in that area? Does this mean we are getting UTA Maverick football back? First of all, there have already well, been rumblings. <laughs> there have already been rumblings. First of all, they have a, they yeah, have a stadium. They still have a stadium. They have a really yes. nice stadium, actually. Maverick nice. Stadium's really yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, but there have already been rumblings that UTA football is coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not outside the realm of possibility. I I don't know. The XFL thing kind of trips me out because I, gonna, I remember the first one. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, they're so going to die this up again. They're going to taint your beautiful ballpark. They really are. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. The problem is that I have such memories in that place, and then I'm going to go and I'm going to watch, like, quadruple A football. And I was um, trying to make a joke about who would be quarterbacking, but I'm, I'm blanking. John Stephen Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the Dallas Rebels will be, um, uh, will be, da- will be quarterbacked uh, by. Matthew first Stafford's on, brother. First round draft pick, Ben Hicks. Jeffrey Stafford. Yeah. Jeffrey Stafford. <laughs> What's next, Mac? Uh, Romo. Tanner Solis. Oh, yeah. Just screw it. Oh, just Hones Rones. <laughs> What's uh, next? Tanner Solis asks, who's, fa- who's faster, Quero or Silsby? Quero, yes. but it's the closest it's ever been. Um, they are a half step faster, quarter step faster. Like but like Quero's, the, the, what makes this interesting is that Quero's been like a full step faster than yeah. every team they've played. I feel like everybody on Silsby like plays like. Uh, first of all, Silsby's like incredibly athletic and mm-hmm. good in like every one of their sports because their basketball team's obviously great. Their track and field team, and I feel like they all play everything. Yeah, and so like they're just all that that team is just lined up with absolute stud they athletes. Got, yeah, they got studs. Um, Quero's the faster team by, but again, like the margin by which they are the fastest, yeah, it, faster team is the narrowest it's been all year, which is what makes this interesting and what what removes kind of the margin for error for Quero. That if they put the ball on the ground, um, things get real real dicey. What's next, Max? Let's see what's. By the next. way, can we point out? I just want to mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, we have six teams that have punched their ticket to AT and T. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen our ticket punched graphics, um, that Max is putting together, they're pretty cool. They're at up on DCTF Twitter and on Facebook. At DCTF. Basically, anything really cool that you like at Texas football or on our social media, I did until Ishmael does it at State and Tepper does some okay stuff. Anyway, trying to give you a compliment. Um, and that's what, what you get for a compliment for me is me ripping you. We've punched six tickets. We've <laughs> and punched propping up ish. We've punched six tickets. And of those six tickets, 
two are Greyhounds and two are Panthers. So this is great. You're 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 hold that thought. Holding the thought. I'm, I'm going to jump to a, some good questions here. Holding the thought. Because uh, Samantha Daniel asked best mascot left in the semifinals. Who we need to get? Number one. Um, That's a great mascot. And I, I've got one. Okay. And then Tony Blaylock asked best potential mascot matchup mm. in the finals. Mm. Yes. This is we go this, to Ishmael Johnson. Are, yeah, these are extreme. Ryan versus Wagner. Raiders versus Thunderbirds. Raiders versus Thunderbirds is good. Or you could you all get the Sharks with Shadow Creek. Sharks. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, sharks Thunderbirds. Let me pull this up. Hold on. I, 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 I will I, say Sharks Thunderbirds is the best semifinal mascot matchup right good. now. Um, let's good. see. Six AD one's boring. Six AD two. Um, Lobos Bruins is fine. Lobos Shaps are. Lobos Shaps is nice. Lobos Shaps is fun. Um, you yeah Raiders you can't go wrong with either Thunderbirds or or Sharks in five A Division one yeah. five A Division two, meh. Yeah, uh, four A Division one. Pirates and nah. the, the other ones yeah, Panthers and Bulldogs. Yeah, you gotta have two great ones. Yeah. Hawk. No matter what, we're getting a Hawks in there. Armadillos punchers. Armadillos. Oh, punchers. I'm sorry. I, I guess <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. armadillos punchers. Yeah. That's the uh, answer to the question. It is the answer to the question. That's the correct answer. And I uh. Paul Roberts, whose football opinions we can't trust, uh, he he will not like. He says lions eat all. It's I don't know. It, fair point. Fair point that sure. the lion would actually eat most of these. I things. mean, it's. A, a, I mean, I'll say. See, here's the problem. It's not as this, much fun. Thunder. I think Thunderbirds. They're literal like fighter jets, yeah. like stealth fighters. So I think right. they win. But so. like, I'd like to have, for example, the problem. It would be better if we could cross contaminate the classifications because if uh. we could have like gobblers versus zebras. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm super nice. here for that. Right. But for that. the answer that is possible is right. armadillos and punchers, yeah. which is elite. Uh, I again, we I think we're all in agreement. We think New Deal's going to win, but I think we'll I, pick New Deal. having seen it's the armadillo up. mascot in person yeah, and knowing what it would do for Tepper's heart it, to oh, see to it in person. See, and that, okay. even if San Saba loses, can we just get the mascot to come? So here's, right. to so the here's, game? yeah, like, oh, that'd be. Good. And this is, this is like probably good up. to. We'll, we'll talk about this a little bit on Monday too. But uh, yeah. for those who don't know, uh, the UIL um, communications director is that her title? Press box queen. Yeah, sure. Um, is Kate Hector? She's wonderful. She helps yeah. us out with a lot of stuff. We have a, we have a a, a long standing rivalry at the state championship game. It's not, it's not a rivalry. It's not a rivalry if someone gets the by most, a lot every time. The most mascot selfies. Yeah. Um, I'm on a bit of a losing streak. Rivalry. I'll call it a tradition. Yeah. But it ain't a rivalry. I'm on a I'm on a bit of a losing streak. She dunks on you halfway through the third this, day. Most yeah. Years. This is this is Ohio State to your Michigan. But yeah. this is. <laughs> This is the year. You think you're in this. Yeah. This is the year. No, it's not. It's going to happen. That's what, what are Michigan you talking said? about? <laughs> it's going to happen. But I will say yeah. they put that up 60. So we, we, the, the way that it always ends is with her winning. By a lot. And with, not by, by a, a lot. Good by margin. a lot. Her winning, but we also we, we finish it with a, a show of goodwill in that we take a picture with a mascot together. Uh-huh. We may have to save that sense. Like if, if, if the armadillos are there, that might have to be the capper. Yeah. I'm going to need to text her. Okay, because you know you're gonna lose anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark Goslin asking a question that reveals that he doesn't know how much we talk about this on the show. Is La Vega strong enough to win the championship with their good run game and stifling defense? Oh, yes. totally not. No. <laughs> I don't oh, even no. know why they're playing. They're actually weak and they throw the ball. La, so. La Vega is awesome. <laughs> they're awesome and they are absolutely good enough to win a championship. Absolutely. In fact, if you if you want to walk in the studio and say, "Hey, Tepper." 
uh, La Vega's the favorite to win the four A division one title. Argue. I would I would certainly yeah. listen. I'd be like, yeah. okay, that's a that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, the only team the only team that I think would be uh, a surprise to win the four A division one uh, is uh, is Decatur, the team that yeah. La Vega plays today. Yeah. Um, the other three are pretty. The other three are kind of different shades of great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, Decatur's great too, obviously. Getting a lot of questions about this, uh, so I'll start with Elvin Price's, uh, and it kind of sums everything up. Uh, what do you guys think about Dallas Morning News's Allen series that they're doing oh, right now? Yes. And I actually, the first thing that I think about with this, I know a lot of people get upset, right? Mm-hmm. Because everyone loves to go, it's not fair, Allen does this, et cetera, et cetera. I know where it comes from. I get it. The point of the article, I think, and what I've read so far is, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad that comes from this mm-hmm. for everyone, right? It's an extremely complicated process. And I think too often in these arguments, we get into the you have to pick a side. Right. Do you hate Allen or do you like Allen? Yeah. I'm not going to do that. It's not my job. I think the journalism stands for itself. It's, it's basically saying, like, look, it's no secret. Mm-hmm. They're doing this to win football games. Yeah. It's a giant district, and they dominate in football because they got more kids. And – not just because of that, they're the best coached. Yeah, everyone always you know look at Plano East, look at the, you know look at the McKinney schools. No mm-hmm. one hangs with these guys, and it's not a huge difference between them and Plano East. Mm-hmm. We talk about this all the time. Number one, number two, the point is they're talking about the bad that comes with it, right? And if you want to, you can use it as your sort of flag to go see they're saying they're bad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, man, but like they're good too. Like they're good at football. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no secret to this. There's no, no one in Allen is sitting there going, you know, oh no, no, no. Mm. This is, this is how all. Can we, yeah, like it's how can we do our nefarious things? It's either <laughs> no. way. Yeah. It, no, and no one's pretending no. that they don't have some huge. They don't have some huge advantage. They, they know. Yeah, they get it. Mm-hmm. Look at the stadium. Look at everything. So like. I don't know. Everyone wants to fight about this stuff. I just think it's really interesting. I, it's a big, it's a great piece. big tip of the cap to great Dallas Morning yeah. News because they really are talking about it from every angle. I, I think, think they're talking great. about it in a very balanced, thoughtful and, way. And and there's a, there's a lot of ways to go about it as kind of to your point. There's a lot yeah. of ways to go about it, just like shooting from the hip right. and saying, oh, oh, Allen's really they're the big bad right. wolf or something. Mm-hmm. Or no, right. Allen's great and you're just jealous or something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to do it in a wrong way, and I feel like they're doing the right way. And, and right. the other part of it, too, is like – you know, a lot of this stuff that's going on with Allen that they talked about, it's going on a lot of other big programs. It really is. You think you, you think your team is is holier than thou, but most of the time it's not. I think uh, I usually defer to Mike Craven in a lot of these situations. Yeah, I if think you want the, the voice of reason. The, I think you have the best take. Yeah. You shouldn't care. It's not our kid. It's not our future. Yeah. It's not our, like, yeah. some guys, part, you know, I, it's their decision. Again, you know, I know there's people in the comments. I know Rob Hadaway is a big South Lake guy. I know mm-hmm. you guys are going to sit here and say, yeah, but the reason, you know, Plano isn't as good is they get the transfers from Plano and McKinney. And, again, I'm not arguing with that at all, but you're not going to get me to sit here and be upset about what Allen's doing. Yeah. Right. They can't make me. They're doing what they can get away with, just like a lot of schools do. And if you think your school doesn't do it too, you're crazy. Now, it doesn't make it okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sit here and paint them as the big bad wolf just because they're using the flexibility of the rules the best. Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I don't have to, right? And I'm not going to sit here and be up in arms about it because we hear stories all the time about weird all transfers. We watch time. all the UIL hearings. This stuff goes on everywhere. Is it a bigger deal because Allen is Allen? Of course. Uh, but read the article. Check everything out about it. But you're not going to get me to sit here and be outraged about anything because it's very difficult to get me outraged about anything at all. Mm-hmm. 
except mm. except saying that pumpkin pie is the number one food at Thanksgiving. It's that's that's where I draw the line. It's damn great, it. It's a great pie. What's next, Max? The next question is: Can Denton Ryan break problem. the Highland Park hex? That's from Ronald Hughes. Can they? Yeah. Yes, they can. Yeah. They're will favored they? by the computer. They are favored by the computer, and I will say. I, I know you're you're going like that. Look, I'm going with Highland Park till until they beat them. Until they beat them, and that's a fair yes. stance to take. I'm with you there. I will say this this group of Denton Ryan players. I, I don't. They're not the. I, it's hard to describe. Drew Sanders is awesome. Yeah, Drew Sanders is really good. He's like man. a he's a one man missile everywhere on the field. Like he's he's a grown up Dylan Jansen. I think Dylan Jansen is the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's look. Ryan's one hundred percent good enough to win this game. And Ryan, if you want to say on paper Ryan's a better team, I'm here nodding. I'm saying yeah, probably. But just gotta do it. <laughs> I I once again go back to the fact that football is not played on paper. Yeah. And and you, and this is coming from me. This is coming from stat nerd Greg, who <laughs> likes to who, who who will throw out all the numbers and 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 bases picks based on that. Yep. But there does come a point where there is an intangible aspect to it, and those intangibles at the moment, in my mind, much like Gunner and Canadian, belong to one team, and it belongs to Highland Highland Park. And so until Ryan beats Highland Park, I'm not going to predict them to do it. It's just the bottom line of it. Just like, by the way, not to spoil anything, but if Highland Park gets to a title game, I'm probably not going to pick them to lose a title game. (laughs) Until they lose a title game. Right. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm That's at. That's kind of where they're at, this so. run that they're on. Yes. Uh, uh, Brent Holman, good question. What would shock you more, Iowa Park, Ryder, or Decatur winning tonight? Hmm. This um, I'm going to say Ryder. Yeah, because that's Alito, and they've and they've played them the past two years in the playoffs, yeah. and they have been yeah. uh, I'll, not, I'll not go, great. I would go Decatur. Decatur, Decatur. Yeah, Decatur over La Vega is interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't think Iowa Park over Pleasant Grove it's would be a huge, huge upset. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be yeah. us. Uh, it would like we would be surprised. we would be surprised, and yeah. we'd be like, "Whoa, okay." It's not stunning. Yeah, I agree. Not stunning on the same level of like East Bernard beating Newton right. or or um or yeah Decatur beating right. La Vega. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So next, Max. My man Tim Sparkman who. Is number one for TFT swag. He still wants to know how we can get this going. Look, I've got ideas. We just need to figure out the means. Uh, I think we all need to chip in and get the Astrodome back up to par. Too long for me to drive to Dallas. Plus, Jerry Jones is making enough money. What do y'all think? Look, I agree with the latter. That's true. <laughs> I I'm excited. Look, if you want to play high school football games in the Astrodome? I think yeah, that's these weird. are that's this fun. is this that's weird. This is a two prong argument. Yeah. It's a two prong argument. Yeah. First of all, I agree. Let's get the Astrodome back because yeah. I think the Astrodome is yeah. awesome. Yeah. There's that. I I do want I, I think and eventually we'll move to um the, the a rotation of three different cities yeah. with um San Antonio, San Antonio yeah. Houston and, and Arlington. But for now, I think that until like I think for now uh, like AT&T Stadium is the preeminent venue in the state yeah. and I have a hard time getting mad about the biggest high school football event in the world being played at the preeminent venue in the state. That's just that's kind of my view, and I know that that's, that's not shared by everybody, and that's okay. Reasonable people can disagree, and eventually we will get to a rotation, and I think that's the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. But for now, um, I don't have a whole huge problem with it being in Arlington. Yeah. Also, um, like... 
they have that giant video screen, and it's like really crazy. <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> really cool. It's pretty nice. What's up, Max? Miguel Pena wants your take on East Bernard and Newton. We talked about it a little bit, but I guess we can. Uh, uh, okay. I um, mean, so good luck, East as, Bernard. As I mentioned in the video, um, East Bernard has a schematic advantage in this one in that they run the slot T. Uh, I think that Kobe Brown, their running back, is really solid, and I think their defense has been really good. I think they've pitched two straight shutouts or something like that. They've something been like really that. good lately. So. Um, their defense has been excellent, excellent. And there is a very there's there's a path for victory. Like you can see the game plan. Like I, you know, uh, you you can see the the it laid out for you, which is run the ball, go on like a long touchdown drive, force a turnover, do it again. Yeah. That's the way you do it. Keep the ball on, away from Newton. Keep the ball away from Newton and those explosive playmakers. But as I mentioned in the video, Newton is a pack of dogs with bees in their mouth, and when they bark, they shoot bees. At you. <laughs> <laughs> they are a godless killing machine. Yeah. And I would be, I would, be, uh, that would be to me if you like. We were talking a little bit earlier about Alito and and Ryder, and we were talking about La Vega and Decatur. The biggest upset for me tonight would be. If um, if if East Bernard beat Newton, yeah, and Matt Step making a great point in the comments too that he thinks East Bernard would be wise to use the uh, Fall City game plan from last night. Yeah, shorten that game, milk it, hold that ball, and By shorten the way, that game. Something, and I, I I appreciate it. And shout out to Britt Hart, the coach at Fall City. Um, their their playbook last night was like literally like thirty percent quarterback sneaks. Yeah, <laughs> they were doing like they were doing Keyshawn five helped. wide. Five wide to spread it out and yep. get the the middle full, and then they were just right like, up the middle. Keyshawn up the middle. <laughs> it, yeah. they, and I'm not talking draws. Right. I'm talking power, like quarterback <laughs> sneaks. And it was Don't it was just kind of great. Yeah. It was it was like second and eight, and they'd run a, a five wide quarterback yeah. sneak. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I love it. Whatever uh, works, man. I got to call out someone because this is Ooh. this is just not oh, not doing your homework. Here we go. Alex Warnke asked the same question about East Bernard with Newton, and asked if East Bernard tough schedule versus Newton week schedule made a difference. Week schedule? Did you see Newton's pre-district slate? Hold on. What are you talking hold on, about? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to we're going to the, we're going to the, we're going to the, we're going to the, we're going to the internet. Stark. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they played um Silsby. God, almighty. who's playing in a 4A Division 2 um state sem- semifinal. semifinal this Destroyed week. Silsby. They're yeah. playing West Orange Stark, the team that Silsby beat last week. Yeah. They played Gilmer, who is a regional finalist. Yeah. Uh, and then they got in the district. So they played two, all, two and they're teams all bigger up, than them. I was about to say, two, uh, three, yeah, yeah, two teams up a classification, yeah. and yeah. And by the way, they beat Dangerfield by sixty. Sorry, three we, teams, three teams, up three up teams. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, sorry. They beat Dangerfield by sixty-seven. Week schedule. Week. <laughs> what are you talking about? Get out of here. Oh, also, here's another thing. Um, they beat Corgan Camden uh, in district play by forty-nine. Oh, my <laughs> God. And Corgan Camden was a. I'll give. I'll give Alex. Uh, no, they beat. They beat Dangerfield. I'll give so Alex credit. He's in the comments now and saying, "Hey, I was just trying to bait you to get you to talk about it. You better hope that's the reason, buddy." <laughs> well, success. Because my hang, hang the mission accomplished banner on the aircraft carrier, yeah, dude. Because you did it. Good lord, <laughs> you baited us. Oh my god. Uh, what's next? Uh, Marcus McFarland goes. What about Duncanville and Allen? What what, what's your prediction? What are you? What are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, and what does the computer say about that game? We had someone ask that as well. We had a drink sponsor. Yeah. Um, Ozarki you Alan, sponsored us. Alan Duncanville, what's the computer uh, have, and what do you think? Uh, Alan Duncanville is a pickup, <laughs> according to the computer. Is it literal? Woo! Is it literal too Let's close go. to call? Nice. Um, I took Alan in the same for the same raid that I took um, 
for the same reason that I took Gunner uh, and the same reason that I took Highland Park yep. is that until they lose, I'm not going to pick against Allen. Yeah. yeah. And now next week, if they play North Shore, what? we'll see. But uh, um, yes. Yeah. That's okay. A, that's hold on. Hold on. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Oh, there we go. So I have a comment in my comment. Tayron Smith. If this is really Tayron Smith from Milford, I'm going to freak. What's up, dude? Your thoughts on McLean and Milford? Be in school. Yeah! Is this is this hey, if this is Tayron, get get back to school, man. You're killing me. Say, now. Come on, now. get off your phone. No. No. Watch this show, Tayron. You <laughs> don't listen me. to your teacher. This is amazing if that's true. So, um I'm going to assume it is. And uh, uh. so I'm going to speak directly to Tayron Smith. <laughs> okay. Can you put me on camera? Yeah, one? here, camera 1. Hi Tayron. It's your friend Greg Tupper. Um <laughs> First and foremost, you're awesome, <laughs> and your team's awesome, and I think you guys got a great shot. Um, my question is going to be the McLean defense is really, really solid, and they're really fast. Yeah. And so for me, I wonder if that's going to be a bit of a matchup problem um, defensively. Uh, we'll have our picks up on Monday morning. Uh, McLean is going to be, in my view, the best team that Milford's played this year, and that is certainly saying something because Milford's run a really tough schedule. Uh, but if you're looking for it, it's weird because in six man football, sometimes you can have the guy who puts on the cape. Mm-hmm. You go back to um, Walker Tippy for Richland Springs. Mm-hmm. You go back to you know Denim Reeves for Richland Springs. Uh, you, you know, Tanner Hodgkins from Strawn. Guys who put on the cape. If you're looking for that guy, Milford's got it with Taron Smith. His name is Taron Smith. Um, <laughs> they've got. Um, but if you're looking for the team that probably has. Um, the better defense, in my view, yeah, that would be the McLean defense, yeah. and so that's how I see it. That was great. I that's amazing. Thanks for stopping by, Tehran. Probably should get back to class. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Yeah. Uh, this is one we haven't talked about a lot, and I'm kind of surprised because as we get closer to this game, I get more excited for it. And I know you have some interesting thoughts on it. Colton Gentry, Gentry says, "Talk about Malakoff versus Brock to get me yeah. pumped up for the game mm-hmm. later." Yeah. This is one we're not talking about enough. We're used to seeing Brock here. Malakoff's been a few rounds short of this. Mm-hmm. But, man, they might secretly, like, have become one of the better teams in the state over the last five, six weeks. So, Malico, yeah. so this game, by the way, is kicking off at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, at, get, the, at the Star. Get your day started early. Yes. Uh, 4 o'clock at the Star. Yeah. Um, so, Brock is – Brock do what Brock do. Like, yeah. Brock is, is, is every single Brock team seems like a different version of the same team. They run the ball really well. They're big. They're physical. They are never the fastest team ever. But they are ruthlessly efficient, and they grind it out, and their defense flies around. There's that. Yeah. They had to struggle last week big time with shallow water and to pull it off uh, in, in for the last second touchdown. Malakoff is a team that the record doesn't blow you away. They're just 11-2. and two, But they are getting healthier. They've got two of their star running backs back. R.J. Carr and Kiwi Rose are back. And um, they are undisputedly, and I think even Chad Worrell would say this, they're undisputedly the faster team. And it kind of depends on who sets the tone, who sets what this game is about. If this game is won in the trenches, Mm -hmm. then Brock's going to win this game. Not a doubt in my mind. If this game is won by kind of uh, who who hits the home runs, that's Malakoff's game. Uh, I picked Malakoff in the picks. I feel like... 2% 2% confident in it. Uh, this is a... The, uh, the computer has this... Uh, let me pull that up. What does the computer have? Where are you at, computer? Um, you're listening to live coverage of me looking up. Oh, you do that? One thing I didn't know about Malakoff. Yeah. The last three seasons, they've lost to a 
teams have played in state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cameron mm-hmm. Yo, Yoakum, Rockdale last yeah. year. Yep. yep. Th- uh, that's, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, this is, so the computer has um, a pick'em. Brock and Yoakum, Brock and Malakoff, which feels precisely right. Yes. Uh, I think so. Uh, you got two, by the way. Both of those reg- both of those semifinals. Yoakum and Grandview uh, is Yoakum by one point. <laughs> and uh, Malakoff and Brock is a, is a pick'em. Okay. Now the winner, I will tell you, spoiler alert, the, the computer will have the winner of Yoakum Grandview favored over the winner of Brock Malakoff, but we don't know how that's yeah. all going to shake out. But sure. right now, I mean, it all, it's 3A Division One has really, like, it is really tightly compacted with about seven teams that are all really, really good and about the same, and they've all just kind of beaten up on each other. So that's where I'm at on it. I hope that answers your question. That does. Uh, we got five minutes. You got a little bit more than that. You're seven right. minutes. We got eight questions. By the way, that was Tehran Smith. He says, yes, it was me. I just yeah! wanted to get your opinion on the game. I met him last year at title games because he got the player play of the year. Ah, nice. Okay. Oh. All right. Yeah. Nice kid. Milford's the underdogs, but they could do it. Oh, yeah. Go get it. Um, Absolutely. Can get it. I do want to – we haven't – there's no, uh, no, nothing in the questions about this, but, uh, again, reminder, mm-hmm. Mary Harden Baylor playing for oh, a yeah. national title in a few hours. Yep. Let's Watch it. Crew. Let's go crew. It's our. It's Texas's last chance at a national championship this year. We need that. Let's go. Let's go. Number one. We'll okay. have we'll have complete coverage at TexasFootball.com, yep. too. We've got two yep. reporters down there, Corey yep. Hogue and Shahan yep. J. Roger are going to be there yep. because uh, that's what we do. Josh Chappell says, when do y'all start the Friday Night Lights TV show reviews? I don't know. Um, January, February sometime? January, February. Somewhere. We will know. start doing that. And I need like two weeks to just be done with everything. We got to figure out a way back. to do that, too. Like, uh, we got to come up like, with a format. Yeah, because it's like, do we do like a season a month? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Something know. like that. Yeah. I don't Because I don't want to sit down like and spend my weekends watching yeah. Friday Night Lights. Right. right. I want to watch a couple of episodes. Yeah. So Anyway, anyway what's up? Uh, Tyler Constantino, which region in all cl- classifications minus the state games do you think put up the best team slash season? Since I know region one and four are typically the step siblings to region two and three. Have things changed at all this year in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's been a great year for region one. Yeah, um, it really has. I think it's been a great year, and especially a great year for like the panhandle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got, we mentioned it off the top, they've yeah, got three awesome. teams in the um, in playing on Wednesday. Yeah. They got another chance to get another team in there. Um, tonight with Canadian, yeah. and they got another chance to get another team in there on Saturday with Amarillo Tascosa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been a great year for the Panhandle. I think it's more balanced. I do think that at the big school level, Region Four is still playing catch up. Um, but I do think that I mean, bait, well, it's kind of hard to say because it's like there is the Austin area, like the Lake Travis and the West Lakes are coming out of Region Four. But like generally, when I th- when I think of Region Four, I think of South Texas. I think mm-hmm. of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah. the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. I still think they're playing a little bit of catch-up, but overall I do think it's been a really balanced year. And if you were to ask me where is the power nexus of state of high school football, it's a lot harder to call. Yeah. Like it's uh, in, in other years it's been like this is the year for Houston or mm-hmm. it, this is the year for DFW. Mm-hmm. This is a lot h- harder to call. I mean right now you can make a real argument that like the power nexus is in East Texas. Yeah. I mean that's an argument that's a big argument too. So those are I hope that answers my your question. Uh Danny Garrett says, uh, do you think games should be played at AT&T Stadium since the state championships are there? I think he's talking about semifinals. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't think yeah. the three of us don't like it, right? And the Hate thing it. is, the thing is, now that it's come all this way and the first eight, first game at AT&T Stadium is being played today, mm-hmm. I kind of wish they'd waited one more week. like, And, yeah. and it would like, make a really special, like, I pop the it. cork on it. Yeah. Um, I understand I, it. I 
I was tempted to go to Allen Duncanville, mm-hmm. and I know why the game's there, right? Like, dude, you're gonna be so sick of that building, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, that's the other one. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, like it, it's a spectacle. I feel like it should culminate. I with kind AT&T. of agree with and that. So I kind of wanted to go, and I was like, I don't want well, to. Especially AT and T. Here's my thing, and especially now that the Star exists, right? I wish that they play all those games at the Star. Mm-hmm. Now, it, the problem is the Star is not big enough for right. Allen Duncanville. Well, I was gonna say, like, I don't know the logistics with like some of the other high, uh, college stadiums. So I don't know if they're just like if they just don't want to get involved with asking, but I don't know. Yeah, lightning round. Yeah, we're almost done. Uh, and there's only actually a few questions in all of these. Uh, Terry Cruz says, uh, "Whoa, wait, what? Uh, President Camacho? No, I hate you." <laughs> Terry Cruz asks, "Are you getting any sleep with the new baby?" But before we do that, I just want to give a shout. She is a Lavernia mom. Yay! Great season. Shouts! Unbelievable performance. Shouts to the Bears and much they better performance against Liberty Hill than I expected. Boy, yeah, they 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 impressed shout the out. heck out of me last week oh, against, yeah. Laver- against Liberty. And Hill. how is your sleep, Tepper? Fine. Um, Hank's doing all right. Hank's um, Hank is sleeping in about two to two and a half hour intervals. Nice. That's which good. is really not bad. Last night we basically only woke up for like one deep night yeah. food run. Um, but uh, he's doing good. He's uh, he he weighed in today. He's gained um seven ounces in the last six days because my boy's cultivating mass. <laughs> Um, season. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's uh it's Fat Arm Friday for for uh, Hank Tepper, uh, but he's doing all right, and I appreciate you asking. Ed McElroy with a great question: If Newton has two more blowouts, and we expect they will, we no, expect they no are offense, they will be favored to do so. No offense to anyone else, they're just that good. Uh, don't they go on the Goat Mount Rushmore beside yeah. 83 Dangerfield for small schools? It's close. I think they're getting up there. The number of D1 right. prospects alone on those teams. Oh. I think you're right. I mean, they're starting – at that point, we're starting to talk about them in the hushed tones of, yeah. you know, the, the greatest high school Wish football that, team Wish uh, that upset against ARP hadn't happened when they were all sophomores. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a – I think you're right. If they go out there and they blow by really, really good East Bernard and really, really good either Gunner or Canadian teams um, to win a title, I mean, they're going to be in that GOAT conversation really quickly. Danny Donovan says, do you think the Temple Wildcats tanking tanking that game on purpose to get in their easier first-round playoff game, which they lost anyways, will hurt the, sre- res- will hurt the respect the program is beginning? No, no they just made a mistake. Fine. It just didn't work out. Um, yeah. Temple's Temple. It'll, it'll, you know, Temple's make, Temple. People will make jokes for the probably yeah. the yeah. Little, uh, early offseason, yeah. but they'll be fine. They're going to get season. dragged. Yeah. They're, They're going to get, get dragged for this for yeah. two years. Yep. Yeah. But, and it's, it's, an embar- it's, it's embarrassing more than it is like – yeah, uh, a reputation. It's going to come up next year during the playoffs if yes. they see anything yeah. similar to what's yes. like. Ah, I remember last year when yes. you couldn't. Uh, yeah. They have become the poster be boy, and it'll that's not fun. But right. it won't hurt the reputation. They're still, the, I think, one of the most respected programs. Ex- that's just it. Their reputation, you know, precedes them. They'll be all right. Yes. it's just going to stink for a little mm-hmm. while. Yeah. But uh, Temple's Temple, they are a hushed tones program. As mm-hmm. uh, to go back to what you were talking about. Final question before we have one more comment. Elvin Price says, which QB battle is the best of the weekend? I like this question. Ooh. This is a great question. What was the, what was the question? What is QB the best battle. QB battle of the weekend? Let me think. Because uh, uh, Grant Tisdale versus Jaquindon Jackson. That's pretty good. Allen and Duncan. That's pretty good. I mean, Drew Sanders versus Chandler Morris. Drew Sanders isn't the quarterback. Sorry. Hennigan. One of the Hennigans. One of the I think I said Ian in the video, and, and I think Seth. it's Seth. Seth is the quarterback. Um, yeah. Or the other six A division one, Demetrius Davis versus um, uh, Hudson, Hudson Card. Card. Yes, is, is I'm going to go too. with that. 
I'm going to go with That's that. That's pretty because good. Davis is younger, so he's That's not a, getting yeah. the looks, but he's going to end up being a big-time prospect. Right. Hudson Card already has the Texas offer and commit. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's North Shore Lake Travis, uh, those two guys. Mm-hmm. But there trying, are some good ones. Trying to think if there's one I'm missing. Um, I don't. Jaquin and Jackson Tisdale's a good one. Though. That Jaquin is and Jackson really Tisdale's a really one. Yeah. Um, yeah, those would be the, one, those be the oh, ones yeah. that immediately spring yeah. to mind. I like those. Uh, final comment. Tanner Wilson says, we need to get a team to go full-blown European soccer-style crowds at the state championship. Something like Borussia Dortmund's yellow wall would be amazing. <sighs> well, yeah. We need that in every sport, man. Give me a TIFO. No, you're yeah. right. You're right, but here's the problem. Yeah. The problem is um, that you have fans of all different teams there. Mixed in. And so it's yeah. you, like when you go to Borussia Dortmund, yeah. it's, it's all Borussia yeah. Dortmund fans. Yeah. Yeah. Here it's like, oh, you've got Allen fans and you've got – like Travis fans yeah, and you've got coming early for those games yeah. and stuff. So it's harder to do. I appreciate the hustle and I think it's a great idea, but it's just hard to pull off. It's not gonna happen. Is that it? Yeah. That's it. That's gonna be it. Okay. Let's just call it there because uh we made it past the one oh one mark. Todd Gleaton wanna know the best hamburger in DFW. There's a lot. That would take too long. Mm. Uh and Josh Chapel wants to know if Hank has a job yet. No, we don't believe in nepotism no, here and I am standing up against it. <laughs> He's late on his rent, though. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us for te- at TexasFootball.com. For Ishmael Johnson and Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you Monday for the final edition in 2018 of Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.